to The Conscious Living Show with your host, Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce, and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sex life reflects the health of other aspects of your life. While this may not be the only factor, it certainly contributes to the degree you'll enjoy a well-rounded, healthy, happy, sexy life. Now, here is Dr. Nancy and Dr. Mark. Well, good morning. You're listening to The Conscious Living Show, and Mark and I are here to chat with you about things going on in the world and some things going on in our head. We got some stuff in our heads. Oh, we always do, dear. Yeah. Um, I still like that intro that we have on Voice America where it says that uh, that sex is a measure of how well your life's going. How well is your life going? It's awesome. <laughs> all, is, all is well. <laughs> Notice Nancy's big smile. Yes. <laughs> and no complaints, that's for sure. But we do like to live our lives consciously and, and yeah. with awareness. And, and it implies kind of being careful with uh, how you move through your days. So uh, what what's... Uh, Tickling your fancy here today, dear. Well, I want to talk a little bit about how to become a human lie detector. I actually took a course on how to do that. You Did Did you know that? Do you it, remember that? Yeah, it made me nervous. Yeah, it should. I, I'm a really good lie detector, except <laughs> I I still I still have this uh, leftover uh, mindset that of, of my upbringing about giving people the benefit of the doubt that I struggle with. And I, I think a lot of other people struggle with that too. They think that, you know, that, that the benefit of the doubt means that you give everybody the benefit of the doubt, no matter whether you they have any track record with you or not. Well, I think also people say that phrase when they just want to give a person a second chance. Right. So it's it's a way of justifying in their own mind that they're going to give somebody a second chance. It's not pushed on them. It's just a way of saying, okay, I'm not going to feel guilty about giving a person a second chance. But uh, so you're a pretty good lie detector. I'm not so good. Have you ever faked anything? No. Good to know. <laughs> uh, yeah, faking things, I think, especially in sex, I, I've, re- I've recommended to women, if you fake things, what you're doing is you're teaching your partner that that's what you like. And if it isn't what you like, they're going to want to keep doing it because they think you like it. So make sure you communicate uh you know, honestly. And, and, and so that, that echoes right back into every aspect of your life in terms of trying to be truthful so that you're, um, you don't have to worry about a human lie detector catching you. Right, right. But more importantly, so that they really understand what, what you're, you're hoping for, what's important to you and what makes you work. Well, and I'm having a great time being a human lie detector uh, for the, uh, the, um, I don't know. I guess he's our president. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have a hard time saying that. I really know, have a hard time saying that. Well, you know, that. dear, I like to turn things around. What? How can you, you tell like when to turn you, me around? Well, <laughs> well, but, but on the thought process is, you know, I like to turn things around. So um, I like to turn it around and say, um, when is he telling the truth? Well, yeah, that's that's harder. <laughs> How does, does, does your system work uh, in terms of trying to figure out when he's telling the truth? It does. Yeah. Well, and and uh, that's really never. I mean, on, when when he's speaking, I guess I guess his truths probably his truths are in his tweets. 
because he's completely unfiltered and he's alone in his little room and he's tweeting out to the world and he's tweeting his his true honest feelings and that that's why he keeps getting busted with his racist misogynist things he says because he's he's just he's right out there but when he's speaking and you're getting to watch him speak <clears throat> i noticed this um when i was when i after i did that human lie detector test and then i watched or that course and then i watched him speak it was fascinating because you can tell exactly when he's reading what somebody else wrote for him or when he's speaking from his truth from his heart and they are very different well the the human lie detector uh, concept, though, you have to be careful that it's not used against you because people who are really good at these frauds, right? Um, they they understand psychology ten times better than than you do. So you always need to, when you're doing something that's important, you need to pause and 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 consider. Um, I always do that before sex with you, dear. <laughs> How's that go? <laughs> well, I can't pause too long. It doesn't work out for me. <laughs> no, no pausing. <laughs> no, anytime you're doing something that's important, you have to you have to take some time, do some research, and sometimes even just a pause will allow your feelings to kind of gel, and you'll understand what's what's truly important and what uh, might be a reactionary type of response. You don't want to be reactionary. And I think, you know, the, the, the social media world has certainly given us uh, a barrage of information daily that we don't know how to discern, you know. Yeah. And, and so I, I, get, I get frustrated because I get a lot of people pat, just passing. They read something, they click share, pass it on, and they never pause to see if there was any validity to what they're sharing. You, you like to look it up and see if it's, I mean, if it's outrageous claim, just like an outrageous deal. Right. Uh, you got caught on an outrageous deal. I did, here. yeah. You know, too good to be true. It was it too is. good to be true. <laughs> Always use your credit card because yeah. you can reverse, yeah. uh, reverse, reverse. Um, but, uh, yeah, this this truth lie thing is, is difficult. And in your own personal relationship, it has no place. Otherwise, the person really won't know what you're interested in and how you feel. Right. Which is the most important thing to continue to try to understand. You know, invest, what, 26 years and, and go on, and I'm still trying to understand. Well, 26 married, but we've been together for 33. Yeah. And it's an adventure. And um, but, but again, this ongoing truth helps you understand exactly what your partner's thinking it gets more difficult when you move out in other realms especially in politics where you don't know what the true agenda is and i think that's exactly what happens with trump we we don't but it's getting so obscure now it it is getting more and more difficult to you know does he have an agenda is it making any sense so yeah so you know we we want to make sure that we're not propagating lies you know, so that if you hear something, um, do some research before you share it as a truth. Because, you know, it's that, it's like that old game of telephone. You know, you, you say something, somebody else passes it along, and nobody pauses to really try to understand the basis of it. And social media is a hotbed of misinformation that really gets people going. And you know, the world is stressful enough as it is. Life is stressful enough. And we just don't need to add that to other people's day. And and 
really add, add strife and anxiety. I, you know, I think that stress and anxiety are probably going through the roof um, with with the media barrage of information that we get. Right. I like to go to secondary sources uh, that are a little bit more boring, but then they're they're a little bit more reliable in terms of fact checking. And and you like the sites. Snopes. Snopes is fairly good. People mm. people have you know have a lot of opinions about it, but everything I've uh, looked up on Snopes, they really do. They you can see their research. They they show their their research. They show the origin of things. They show the partials, the partial truths, the partial. So it's a great site to visit and, and learn about. You, and then, you can learn a lot about and it. Then, and if you're yeah. trying to do a deal uh, with somebody that you don't really know, then there's uh, ripoff. Ripoff.com. Ripoff.com. Yes. Nancy, Nancy posts on Ripoff every now and then. Uh, and if everyone did that, it would be a, a clear, uh, give people a better advantage over these people who can use your own psychology against you. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of scammers out there. And being a human lie detector is tough when it comes to the scammers because that's their full-time job. Um they're 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 con artists. They're good at it. That's what they do. They've it's been successful for them, and so more and more people are being scammed. No. And everybody everybody is embarrassed about that. You know, when that happened to me, I was so embarrassed about that. Now physicians, I mean, we're really smart, so we never get scammed. Or at least you don't think, or maybe you Not never true. even knew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you missed it. <laughs> but ripoff.com is a great place to put in somebody's name. If you're, if somebody is trying to do a deal with you that you don't really know, they don't have a track record, you can't vet them easily, put their name in ripoff.com and put in all the names that you can find for them. And if somebody has reported them, uh, it will pop up. It's a, you know, it's a million I mean, it's it's a very popular site. So ripoff.com. Well, and do your research. Go there, and and you know, you do have to vet people you don't know. Giving them the benefit of the doubt is exactly what they're hoping for. Right, right. And um, Dr. Phil has a great book. If if you tend to be a, a gullible person and you 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 want it, you trust you you're trusting. I should say, his uh, book um, Life Code is a great resource because it talks about these people that will bait you and and how good they are at it and how you can start to pick up on clues that that's happening. Now, Nancy has a game that she plays a little bit with these people because when she's determined that, they've, that they're not honest and that they're trying to just... Uh, uh, get some money from her. They, there's a dependency, and they're hoping for that money. And they and you actually can tell, especially if they're a little bit on the smaller scale, that they think that they've got that money, that it's on its way, it's there, and they depend on it. Yeah. And then when Nancy pulls the rug out like the magician, <laughs> uh, they're not still standing. They fall. Yeah. And and then then, then that creates a, a problem for them because now they don't have the funds that they thought they were they've going usually to. pre-spent they pre-spent they're they're they have some other issues that they struggle with so yeah. so awareness I mean these rip-offs are all over the internet um, if it's and, too good to be true it is yeah exactly <laughs> uh, if you don't know the person pay a fair price and no, get on with no, it no benefit <laughs> of the doubt um, 
No. Although you will give me the benefit of the doubt. Well, and the reason that you could give somebody you know the benefit of the doubt, where that saying came from was in villages where families and generations knew each other and they knew the character of the family. They knew the character of the individuals. So when somebody acted out of character, they had a lot of history that they could go, oh, well, that's out of character. Sometimes I make promises that I can't keep. Maybe. Not too often. So, but when somebody's acting out of character and you know their character, then you can give them the benefit of the doubt. But you cannot give somebody the benefit of the doubt whom you have no track record with. You know nothing about their character. And Dr. Phil has a great saying. I'll, I'll use the name a couple times this the show. Um, when people show you who they are, believe them the first time. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if you do do some deals with people that you love, trust... You, you have to go into those deals knowing that if it doesn't work out, that it wasn't the intention of the other person and there has to be some forgiveness. Right. Um, otherwise, don't, 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 loan, don't do the Don't deal. loan a family or friend money unless you can give it as a gift. Right. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, that, that's, that's really the bottom and, and line. Otherwise, it'll ruin your relationship. And sometimes that works out perfectly, even if they're not able to totally keep their end of the bargain because of circumstances. Right. Because um, family's family. You have to have your tribe a little bit uh somebody has to have your back in this world because it's getting pretty hectic and pretty complicated well we're we're going into our next segment we're going to talk a little bit about the complication and how it could get a little hairy for families yes let's let's do that yes Mm -hmm. and then how you can prepare for it and you know how you can be more conscious this show is about conscious living and that means waking up to your life your responsibility for your life and also how you how you set forth to make your life happen on your own authentic terms. Well, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communications specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Your life, your health, 
your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to the Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. You're listening to The Conscious Living Show, and Mark and I are here talking about everything that we can think of to talk about that's important to us, and we imagine it's important to some of you, too. So what are we talking about this next segment? Well, I think when you're conscious, you you try to anticipate uh, things that might affect your environment, your family, your life. and, and one of the big issues that's talked about in the, in the news is the coming recession. Mm-hmm. And so I guess the question would be, are you ready for a recession? How do you get ready for a recession? Well, first of all, tell me a little, you know, I hear these words, recession, depression, all these things. Wh- what exactly is happening in our economy that creates a recession? Well, the, economically, growth is what propels us forward, improves our lifestyle, and a recession is a period of time when growth is interrupted and and things start to untangle, and it's kind of a cascade of events, which is what scares the government so much. Um, so right now, we've had a tax stimulus. Uh, the economy continues to grow on average of about 2% a year. But all of a sudden, now we've had an accelerated growth, and so now others are worried that that's going to be uh, balanced out by a recession where growth slows. Basically, there's specific definitions that people measure, uh, that people can measure, but uh, basically people have to stop spending money. They they don't have additional money to spend. Hmm. So if I can't spend money, then you can't earn money. And if you can't earn money, you can't spend money. And, and uh, shit, yeah. shit rolls downhill. So I'm looking at you telling you that you can't spend money. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy's very good at helping us not have a recession. But there are well, some good wait things. Wait a minute. I, hold on. Hold the horses here. Because we would have nothing if it weren't for me. Well, you see. <laughs> Let me just say that. <laughs> we would have nothing. We would live in a shoebox with one shoe. No. Not because we didn't have money, but because nobody would go shopping. Hey, but you when- would never go. You didn't even know you could use a credit card at the grocery store for God's sake. <laughs> After the show's over, I'm going to take a picture of of the one shoe basket that we have. No, you're not. <laughs> but, no, no, no. So, so things slow down, and then they cascade, and then it can get tough. And then there can be um, uh, layoffs, and people find themselves financially stressed. So, the the first step uh, in facing a recession is is that during good times, try not to be fa- financially stressed. So if you're financially stressed, now start working toward getting a little bit of extra slack so that when the recession starts to come on, you can kind of ease into it. Gary V, uh, Gary Vandercheck, um, if you haven't listened to any of his videos on Instagram, uh, he's he has some really great um, motivational uh, t- 
tactical ideas uh, for people, especially the young, the young generation, the new, the the new uh, are they millennials? What, what are they now that are coming yeah, into their twenties? To, to not get financially stressed because he's, you know, he sees people in their 30s and 40s who've overextended themselves and now are chasing those bills and they have no extra money to do anything fun or, or to, feel, to feel protected. And remember what money really is. It's votes. It's a vote to buy more shoes. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes! Nancy, more shoes. <laughs> a, a, a while back, we um, we remodeled our house, and Nancy now has a very, very nice-looking, on the smaller side, uh, closet that has one wall worth of shoes. And when Nancy started taking her shoes out, she was quite surprised that there was no more room on that wall. It was. <laughs> I like so, shoes. So shoes. So if you have a shoe fetish, uh, um, well, Nancy, my, my, Nancy's I have a lot of help. foot fetish fans. Yeah. So they, you know, they like my shoes too. Yes, I'm. I'm not adverse to them either. So. <laughs> but but to a certain degree, restraints necessary. Um, except in sex. Planning. Planning. That's yeah. important. Yes. Both in life. Both and in sex. sex. Yeah. <laughs> More sex for you and me. So yeah. <laughs> you're gonna sing our song but, maybe at Christmas. Huh? Yeah. But, but the point is, is that a recession's looming. So take some time to look at your circumstances and, and be conscious of where you stand. Be realistic with yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, ignoring it, it it's going to come. I, I, I don't think that we really understand why recessions are necessary. And I try to look for the good side of a recession. And the only thing I can think of is it helps us prioritize. I mean, we go to the store and we do buy a lot of stuff that ends up in the junk you know, very quickly. It's mm-hmm. the little trinkets, plastic things. Most of it's from China. And yeah. uh, and and it only, it, it gives you a wow, and then it's gone, and then it's trash. Um, we, want, we want to reprioritize a little bit and make sure that our money is being used for things that are truly worthwhile. And the millennials are figuring that out because they're, they they're having to downsize. Tell, tell me about fire. Well, FIRE is financial independence, retire early. And I think this is a response to um, people. They're they're looking around and they're seeing what really is important to them is their time. And there's a large group of people who have figured out to have all of their time and not much money. And, and, um, you know, the homeless are part of that group. Of course, many of those people have other reasons for being homeless, but that's a subset of the homeless group. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the millennials are going, whoa, do I want to buy into this old concept that you work 40 hours a week for 40 years uh, to retire? Unless you're a government employee, then you only work 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so we have all these inequities, but people have choices. And, and that's going to really stir up the world. They're, they're looking at it quite differently. I think one of the financial mistakes that a lot of young couples make is that they get into these little bills. You know, they'll buy a, a set of pots and pans or furniture or something, uh, the phones, the cars, the, the, but they're, they're looking at the monthly payment right. instead of the overall expense. And so then they get themselves into a, a situation where they're having to really 
push to make all of those little tiny monthly payments that add up to one big lump well, sum. Well, the first the first thing you need is your 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 uh, emergency fund, which should be three months of your total bills, so that if something happens, you know you can continue to pay your bills for at least three months. And then what you really should do is hunker down at home and play games at home instead of um, going out to the movies. What kind of games should you play at home, honey? <laughs> what you thinking? Well, you like those mattress games. <laughs> well, I was just going to say blindfolds. Oh, blindfolds are good, yeah. <laughs> And, and if if it's real dark, you can just turn off the lights and save electricity too. See how that goes. Just go by feel. <laughs> save yeah. Yep. And if it's cold, you just don't turn on the heater. Just get in bed. Yeah, that's right. Snuggle up and make some heat of your own. <laughs> that's it. Make, make make plans. That's, that's probably it. why more babies are created in the when people have yeah. uh, low low money. And no, no heat. Well, and 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 most recessions last about eighteen months, so that's could about make, right. You could make two. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it, dear. All right, so um, we've got about four minutes to talk about local politics. So, what's happening in local politics that you well, want to talk about? Today? I, I think it's just more important to become aware of local politics. Um, and in Reading, uh, one of the things that's happening to us is we had wildfires, mm. and we've had a struggle with our local government about how many uh, fire and policemen we can afford to have because of their retirement policies. Mm-hmm. And there's been resistance to give these uh, government agencies more money uh, because they're so generous with retirement policy, you know, versus the person who's working privately. So they figured out a way around that. They're going to now hire firemen through the utility company because we're all dependent on our utilities. Mm. And the reason for that is the utilities are now somewhat responsible for these wildfires. Sparks, electrical sparks can cause fires. Mm. And so, you know, around and around we go. And I'm not saying that's not a great solution. I'm just saying that we, we need to be aware of our local politics. And then we have... Um, all kinds of um, of uh, other uh, things going on locally. We have a, a large church group that's altering our community, and and they're they're um, very powerful. So, you know, they're 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 using local politics. We have the the Indian casinos that are also using local politics until they don't have to. See, they're they have federal levels, so they can listen and understand and then finally just say uh so what um uh and 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 do what they want to do so it's very important to be involved in your community yeah you have to wake up and uh be conscious Mm because it's happening right in your old saying happening right in your backyard anything happening in our backyard that i need to know about yeah a lot of nudity Nick and sunbathing. Here yeah, we go. Missed the garden. Right after the show. That's where we're going. Missed, missed the gardener by just a few minutes oh, yeah. yesterday. That was fun. <clears throat> well, and I think that local getting involved in local politics helps you prepare for getting along in global politics and in and, you know, so we can see, like, um, what's happening at the federal level, what's happening at the state level, what's happening globally with this G-force G, G thing. Well, a lot of things uh, can can occur locally. Um, uh, many states, for example, have fought hard to preserve 
the right for women's health care, um, the right to choose, right. Uh, going against uh, a federal government's uh, edicts. And so I think we can start to have our communities reflect our views and our wishes and desires and not always dependent on the, the federal government, which has the sledgehammer. You yeah. know, we, we want somebody that can fine tune a little bit. And then that way, if you don't like it, it's really terrible. Vote with your feet, vote with your dollars, move. Yeah. yeah move. Move. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to get ready for a break, but um, I I think I learned something about the recession today. So thank you. Yes. And, um, and, you know, again, it's all about being aware of what these things are, how they're going to affect us personally, and then how are they going to affect us in the long run and how to prepare for those. And so we have a word of the day that we're going to come back with for the next segment. So stay tuned so that you can catch our word of the day and how that might uh, influence your life. All right. There you go, dear. We'll, be, we'll be right back. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communications specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. Addiction can affect our relationships, our families, our home, and work lives, but most importantly, ourselves. The recovery process can do wonders in the lives of people suffering from active addiction and also for those that love them. It's not just 12-step programs, but so much more. It's learning how to live life on life's terms. If you can relate to these issues or love someone who does, start with yourself. Start by tuning in to Miracles in Recovery with host Ray Lynch, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Hope is in your corner. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. listening to the conscious living show to reach the doctors or their guest on the live show feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 or send an email to dr nancy at drnsp.com now back to the conscious living show welcome back you're listening to the conscious living show and dr mark and myself are here. So there's a new term out there that, that, that I've just learned about. Really? Yes. I think it's fairly new. Um, so the word of the day is influencers. And what does that mean? And how do you become one? And what happens if you do? And 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 then I'd like to talk about it a little bit more on a on a day to day level in our real lives, not just the internet lives, but the the real lives. But the influencers are people that get a large following on Instagram, uh, mostly Instagram, 
and or uh, YouTube, where they're they're they whatever whatever they're putting out there, which is generally something that's eye catching. Uh, a lot of bikini models uh, now are getting notoriety for being uh, in- influencers, which is kind of hilarious because I'm not exactly sure what they're influencing. Uh, part of what bothers me is that they're all enhanced. They all have fake breasts. They've all had major plastic surgery. They all have the big, their lips look like assholes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was looking at all these women and they do this pouty thing with their mouths that makes it look like a butthole. And I think, I wonder if there's a connection there since it is at the other end, you know, I mean, it's like, but there's, there, they really are trying well, to make that that look like that. So <laughs> trying, trying new things. <laughs> well, when I hear the word influencers, I do. I go warning, warning. warning you know, because yeah. I, I certainly want to be conscious about who, who I believe and talk, you know, uh, who I listen to, um, and just the fact that so many people are following somebody. It doesn't mean that they're correct. I mean, we have cults, and they have large followings. Right. Um, True. And, uh, and, I mean, we have religion. There's large followings. Yeah. They're influencers. Right. And, and, and yet we, we are social, so we do f- tend to fall into these um, uh, groups. So you got to be careful. You got to know what group you're falling into. Yeah, and what what are what are people influencing? So influencers that have large numbers, because it's all about the number game, right? So they they get these large numbers, and then companies send them products to promote as and to influence you to buy. They're they're not choosing those products those are being sent to them they're being paid to promote them so just beware that that when people say they're an influencer find out what exactly they're trying to influence um my my one of my instagrams does say influencer because i reached over fifteen thousand or over ten thousand followers on the one and then they they label you as an influencer but my my influencing is about living authentically um, and about being truthful to yourself. And yeah, they're making tons of money on being influencers. The other, the other, I'm not making money on being well, influencers. You know the the other the other influencers on the internet, of course, are the big companies, Google. Um, you you they're not technically influencers, but you put in a search and. A lot of people are searching their medical problems, and there's a new category of patients that come in to see me. And, oh, whatever. And, and those are those are patients that come in to say, "I need to prove that I don't have MS, or I need to prove that I don't have a brain tumor because I've researched it on the internet and I'm convinced I have a brain tumor, and I just want you to order the wow. test." And so I want you to tell me how I feel, how you feel, and they go, "No, that's that's not really what I want. I I just want the test." Wow! So, oh my God, so, that's and, so, and, that's and so or, scary. Or I can I can give them in my opinion. No, you you don't have a brain tumor. Um, they still want the test. So what's ironic there is is that people are now being confronted, uh, which is kind of an interesting concept. I think it's there's some value in it when I tell them that I'm not going to be able to get the test approved. Right. The yeah. insurance company the insurance is company not going to say. I can't write. Google said. <laughs> I can't. I can't write down the things that you need to have an approved scan 
and then you, you'll be responsible for the cost. So, and they say, okay, um, I'm willing to I'm willing to pay for that. That's now worthwhile to me. Hmm. And and I so think they'd rather pay for a test than pay for your twelve years of education and thirty years of practice insight. Yes, I'm creating a lot of confidence in them. Wow. I think I think medicine is you know uh, there's 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 so many people out there that you know that you don't talk to the people who've had their diagnosis done correctly you only hear the people who've only it's a math problem nobody knows what the denominator is and and a numerator and denominator and so they they assume that um, that there we're making mistakes left and right I mean even the government says that we're killing hundreds of thousands of people every year with medical errors. And, you know, if you believe that statistic, you know, then then you haven't listened to our show. Uh, that's that's just an alarming statistic to get everybody's attention. Now, that doesn't mean that mistakes aren't made, um, but uh, people have lost their trust. So they want to direct their own care. I'm not sure how well that's going to go for them, but they certainly have the right to order some tests on their own. If it's not a harmful test, it's not invasive. Yeah. Know. But I think, do you think that this is, I mean, you've had people come in for years saying, I looked, I looked at my symptoms. This is what I have. Give me some medicine for it. I mean, this, the self-diagnoses are it's it's getting, happening all the time, it's, but it's worse. It's getting more, more, more aggressive. Uh, people are bypassing, you know, sometimes they'll come in and say, I've read about this on the internet. Now I want your opinion. And I'll say, you know, you're okay. Or, or no, we need to do the test. And, the, and, the, and they're, they're comfortable with that. The, the new group is uh, people who are saying, well, I'll pay for it anyway. Hmm. Uh, I, for me to now not have anxiety, I, I need to, I need to have an answer to the test. So the Google and the way they they uh, design their searches and where they go and what people read are are definitely influencers as well. And I, I think that's in the news all the time right now. Interesting. So so be careful. You know, go to reliable sources. Um, and and uh, it doesn't mean that I'm not interested in what you're learning. But the most important thing when you go to a doctor is to tell them exactly how you feel. Get not, rid of not don't, what you think. Don't you come have. in and say I've yeah. got an appendix. Uh, you might have Crohn's disease. And yeah. then the doctor's not thinking about that. He's just thinking, well, I'll get you into a surgeon because they're, they're, they're rushed. They're, and then, and then um, you know, you don't want to, you want an opinion. You don't want to influence. Yeah. So, so influencers can, can sway us in uh, ways. It's just a new marketing tactic. And we understand that marketing is all psychology. And when we're marketing to people, we're trying to appeal to some part of you that feels insufficient or underserved, um, uh, maybe a little angry. Uh, we're, that's that's the whole right. point is to get you to believe that what we have for you is better than what you have. I mean, it's it's been going on in, in other ways. I mean, sure, all I don't, I don't know that I have to believe um, a famous actor or actress uh, uh, political beliefs. Um, they're an actor, right? You know, they um, have opinions. They they have opinions. They're yeah. successful yeah. Uh, in acting. You know, uh, so um, 
you know, uh, that's their area of expertise, not not the, the new endeavor, but because they have a wide audience, they can influence. And and it isn't it isn't always bad, uh, but just it just means that you have to be conscious of what they're saying and it does it how does it apply to you well we can see that like with the me too movement um and being a a famous person had a huge impact on the me too movement actually getting uh, global notoriety because um, the woman that started it 12 years ago didn't have that kind of following she didn't she wasn't a, a famous person and she did all the groundwork for all those 12 years and never got momentum. One person says it on Instagram or on Twitter and bam, it goes viral and, and, because and, she had, a, a, she was famous. Right, right. And, so and, influencers and, do and influence. To, to the degree that influencers have money and votes, you know, they can do some good things with those money, with, yeah. those, with those monies. They start nonprofits that have um, that continue to do uh, a lot of good for people for the, you know, ongoing. Yeah. But so I would just say when when somebody claims to be an influencer, um, how how do you you know look to see what it is that they're they're influencing and with with what of their own um, being are they influencing? Elizabeth. So we, we have a question that's come in. Oh. Um, so how do you both boost each other's self worth? How do we boost each other's self-worth? I think it's probably mostly recognition. I mean, I think that that um, uh, I appreciate how Nancy's working daily to try to support the Me Too movement. Uh, and and I, I give her big props for that. And I think that that makes her feel like that that's it's important to me, it's important to her. And then that helps you with your own self-worth. I think... I think we're we're very careful not to be critical, and we don't we don't try to boss each other. <laughs> so, because I just think I think when when you're bossing your partner, you're trying to tell them what to do. You think you're doing it out of you know, oh, I I know better for you. You should do this instead of that. When we should on each other, we don't should on each other too often. We try not to. Right. So we're supportive of each other's ideas. So sometimes we will go into our oasis where Nancy will say pause and I really want to know your honest thoughts not just a casual uh, no that's great Nance uh, keep doing that I think it's a good idea but she wants something deeper and she has to know that I'm being heartfelt so we do use our oasis to make sure that that we're on the same page and that is a way to boost each other's self-worth knowing that you can get an honest answer from your partner is is critical in, in knowing that and if you want to know more about the Oasis, um, contact me. Um, I do private sessions for couples who want to know how to how to have that Oasis experience. And also, we're going to be doing that in Jamaica. I think so. that, I think that the Oasis, um, and again, if, if I can be an influencer here as a physician, um, that should be your self help. Um, um, thing that you offer to groups is the Oasis. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm disappointed that the one that you did with Lisa Ling hasn't been broadcast yet because I think that um, that was an amazing moment when six or seven couples who volunteered 
didn't think that that was going to have the impact on their relationship that it did. And understanding that concept is as good as any self-motivation program that you can you can attend. Yeah, so, we're out of time. What's good in the world? You. Thank you for being in my world. See, we're boosting each other. Yeah. All right. So remember every day that you wake up, you get to decide whether you're an example or a warning. And please laugh more, love harder. What's on our last segment? Oh, what's good we're not the finishing the show. <laughs> what's good in the world? You. We'll be right back. <laughs> Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. Can you truly expand your possibilities beyond what your normal capabilities are? It's very possible when you can know more, do more, and be more. Tune in each week to Shift Happens with host Karin Weary and featured guest co-hosts. The world is waiting for you to show off your unique gifts. It starts with healing yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Once the scars of our past are gone, we can truly begin to shine. Listen live. Live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. <laughs> Gosh, it's, it's so good to be back so soon. A week can fly by in just a, a heartbeat. Yep. <laughs> that was the fastest week ever. We're back. <laughs> well, that's what's good in the world, dear, is you're back again at it and, and working. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I've, I've been having some uh, interesting shifts lately uh, yeah. around my work. So um, Now, that's, that's one area where I try not to be too truthful to about. Oh, uh, why? All the things you forget. All right. Let's not talk about I'm forgetting. Just, I'm just trying to make you laugh. Yes, um, I'm just glad it wasn't you. I made a mistake the other day that was just terrible. So if you if you have problems with your iPhone, make sure that the picture that you intend to send is for the people that you intend to send it to. All right, I'm going to rat you out. So so we were doing a a picture for a person that sent me some some samples to influence, right? And we were doing a picture and it was a little bit naughty (laughs) and Mark took it with his phone and he was going to send it to me. And so he ended up sending it 
to our entire family thread. Yeah, our entire family thread, which includes our daughter's new boyfriend. <laughs> Everything was covered, so, mostly. So, her comment was, well, welcome to the family. <laughs> Too, my crazy parents. Nothing too private. Uh, uh, oh here. my God! But he sent it. He sent three pictures, three separate pictures. Got it right three times in a row. <laughs> and then I hear from the other room this. Oh no! You're gonna kill me. So so when, whenever whenever something goes a little sideways, what's good in the world is you do have alternatives. <laughs> so I'm getting out my camera. <laughs> Which is not connected to my phone in any way, shape, or form. I'm getting him a flip phone. And I might be downgraded to a flip phone. And uh, so that's good in the world, too, is that we still have flip phones for people who who are a little bit uh, challenged. Mm -hmm. A little challenged. Yeah. So see, I threw threw myself under the bus uh, there, too. Oh, at least it's not under the bridge. Yes, yes. Okay, so what else is good in the world? Well, the, the I, I'm still excited about these electric cars that are coming out. Because, oh, I know. You know, the, we we talk about CO2 and Greenland is melting. Um, is it for sale? Well, I don't know if it's for sale or not. <laughs> I don't know if you want to buy it. I guess it can, it's going to be farmland now before too long. Well, that but could it, be good. But it, uh, what's good in the world, these electric cars, if we can pull it off, can greatly improve your local environment. I mean, if LA, Sacramento were able to convert to electric cars, uh, the, po- the, the pollution that would go down locally would be dramatic. I did talk to someone from the Netherlands the other day. They're moving to Reading to go to Bethel Church. Oh. And he said that Netherlands, uh, 50% or better electric cars, no smog in the cities. Wow. Smog is gone. Now, the Netherlands are, that's a very cool country. I mean, that, that, that's, uh, they, they have some interesting progressive ideas. Well, they're, they're, we'll see how they do. They're basically underwater. They, their dikes are up, and they're not crazy about global warming. So they're looking for alternatives. And, mm. I mean, they have reasons that they've embraced electric cars. But I'd like to embrace them consciously for the right reasons, and that is local pollution is not healthy for your children. Let's right. clean up the air. We've worked a long time to clean up the water. We're struggling with that. Let's continue to improve our local environments. That's our contribution to the world. It's easy to justify. It's easy to understand. Something so, you know, keeping the, the polar ice caps from melting is a great goal, but... Uh, Let's bring it back home, and uh, and. Uh, so, what did you say in terms of uh, LA? If how how would how would um, more electric cars help Los Angeles? Well, the electricity there's there we're we're getting better and better in California, for two to three hours a day, all electricity now is um, renewable. It's all solar and wind, and so gas plants are contributing less. Coal plants are closing. Those are our, our, our most environmentally, um, uh, the bad, the bad, the coal is polluting the most. I can't think of the right word there. But so we're getting rid of coal plants. We're doing more solar and, and wind. And um, so electricity is becoming one of our cleaner uh, ways of moving energy around. We, we have, we need energy 
unfortunately, and that's a whole other goal is to not need as much. And the millennials are are uh, starting to hunker down a little bit in that direction. But for now, electric cars. Let's get rid of this local pollution. So our brilliant conservationist uh, Donald Trump just said yesterday that wind windmills aren't working. Well, you know what? He got mad. He got mad at the auto companies. And this is why we don't need the government to tell us everything we need to do. Um, he got mad. He relaxed the environmental standards for mileage and pollution in cars. And the auto companies said, so what? They're not interested. They want to move ahead and be, they're being responsible. Wow. Um, you know, Volkswagen, Dieselgate, terrible thing. But they're, they're trying now to act as a, as a responsible company. They want to be influencers in a positive way. Yes. They, they see that, that doing the right thing sometimes will do the right thing for them. They'll get more support. They're not, they're, it's, it's self-serving to a certain degree. But I love it when companies start to realize that doing the right thing is the way to survive. What, what did he hope to happen by relaxing those? Well, he thought that cars then could be manufactured less expensive, and then that would be better for our economy. That the his cars would his be mind is still in 1950. Well, <clears throat> I think, you know, that's true if we need to have more people driving cars. Right. You know, so we do look at our government for some broad guidance. And, and more car dependency, I don't think, is the right way to go. But let, let the people on a smaller scale locally decide what should be best. Yeah. Uh, communities can design themselves so that they're less dependent on these things. And, and people are starting to want to do the right thing. That's what's good in the world is that we don't need to be told what is, is the right, the right thing. thing. You, know? you don't have to have some other entity tell you how to be a good person. You don't need religion to tell you that you that you have to remind be be reminded by a religious teaching that you need to be a good person every day. You need to be kind and loving. You don't need your government to tell you that clean air and clean water are good for our for our people for our survival. Right. Um, you know, I think we're we we've become so dependent on somebody else telling us how to act, how to feel, what, how to think. Yeah, what's good in the world is is that we are social beings and we do we do come together to do the right thing. Yeah. And we have to trust that and Just uh, come to hedonism for a week and you'll see that a culture creates and it's protective and it's loving and it's kind and it's respectful and there's maybe one or two people that act out and they get schooled really quickly so it's there 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 it, it, there is hope well it's an example of yeah. of our world so and i still say what's good in the world is you right <laughs> <laughs> all right so remember again to love more laugh harder and Kiss longer. I think I've heard that before. Three second rule. <laughs> Make this the best week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Take care. Thank you for joining us this week for the Conscious Living Show. Be sure to join Dr. Nancy, Dr. Mark, and their guests next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have a healthy, sexy week in every way.